Hey, I'm Amy Edwards, your host, and it is time for Rock Your Life. Uh, I don't know why I kind of said that like it's a game show. It's not a game show. It's a weekly show about finding your inner rock star, overcoming fear, getting better, and transforming your life into something more amazing than you ever dreamed. As I said, I'm Amy. I'm the host of the show, and I'm also a musician, an author, a radio host, DJ, a mom, and a transformation and accountability coach. I'm into rocking life and transforming life. I took up rock and roll music, guitar, and singing about eight years ago, around the age of 40. And since then, I've written, recorded, and released music that's pushed me to learn a lot about overcoming fear, getting stronger, setting goals, building habits, and being vulnerable. I walk the walk of what I talk about in these shows, and I push myself outside my comfort zone all the time. And I know it's worth it when we do, from experience. I work continually to awaken more and more every day in my spiritual life, and I've created this show to share that, the good, the bad, the ugly, (laughs) and connect with you so we can all keep getting better together. We all have the capacity to keep stepping more into the spotlight of life, I truly believe that, and to overcome fear and to overcome negative limiting beliefs that can hold us back from being our best selves, and we have the capacity to build better moments and a better daily life that adds up to reaching our dreams and goals and just being the best us we can be. Yeah. So the show is an hour long. It's divided into four 15-minute segments with a focus each week. This week, our focus is freedom. First, I talk about the week's topic and what I've learned. Next, I do an interview. And today, we're talking to veteran and activist John Zeitz. Third is our affirmation segment called Go Aff Yourself with our affirmation maven and founder of stickwithit.co, Jill Faulkner. And we choose one affirmation related to the topic that we work on every week. And fourth is BYOB, Build Your Own Brand, Brain, and Biz with Bijou Finney. She is a certified brand consultant, and we discuss how the week's subject relates to exactly those things. And I like to say this at the top also. This is about transformation, and I think we're all capable of that. And it's not easy. And we're not saying that where we are now isn't good, but I don't believe in perfection. I believe in the journey to constant learning and constant growing. And I don't think there's an end game, just rather a practice of betterment and love. And while it can be tough sometimes to learn and grow, when we push through and do it, we come out so much more beautiful and fulfilled and loving and shining and we raise our vibration to a higher place every time and that's what this is all about so let's get to the week's episode let's rock some freedom freedom I really had fun this episode. Sometimes we hit on a topic that just has so many different interpretations and ways of exploration to it. And this one definitely fit the bill for that. As Jill mentions at the top of Go After Yourself today too, we definitely acknowledge the fight right now for freedom in so many ways for everyone in the United States, for the Black Lives Matter movement and the equality that's being worked toward that is so important. So I just want to take a second and acknowledge that. And please keep in mind that even as we discuss the other aspects of freedom, what I just mentioned is something that we're conscious of and working toward as well. I read Frederick Douglass's speech on American slavery and freedom this 4th of July too, which I highly recommend checking out. There's a video of his ancestors reading it too, and I'll put up a link to that. It's important to remember that this 4th of July. So touching on all the other ways we viewed it this week though, in the interview with John, as I said, he's a veteran, and we discussed 
discussed the responsibilities of freedom and the irony of serving in the military for freedom, but how you aren't free at all when you do so. And we talk about the cliche that is so true also of freedom isn't free. And he explains what he thinks of that. And we also touch on the fallacy of thinking that we do have total freedom, right? <laughs> and yes, we talk about masks too and people not wearing them. So wear a mask, y'all. Um, and go after yourself. We talk personal inner freedom and what that means. Jill asked me too where it shows up for me. And I got to talk about routine because I've been really into that and and how dedicating myself to my routine allows me the freedom to be off my routine too, which is kind of weird, but cool. And with Bijou, we cover the quote unquote freedom of working for oneself. And we also get into freeing ourselves from limiting beliefs and the freeing power of psychedelics too. So more on all that later. I know it's a lot, right? And while I love talking about it in all these ways, I had to think to myself all week, like I had to figure out what also came up for me personally around freedom. And I realized that I kept coming back to relationships. <laughs> yeah, that's always a big topic for me. I've been dating, you know, the last two years, as many of you know, if you've been following along. And I've talked about the fact that I'm in my second divorce. And what kept coming up for me is freedom in relationships. When we talk about marriage generally in society, there are sayings like ball and chain and tied down and <laughs> these limiting ideas, right? And these limiting things that we say. And I think I've thought like this. As I've been very candid about in the past, faithfulness in relationships has not been a strength of mine. And I've had to do a lot of work around why. And I know there are a lot of issues around that for me, including insecurity and a need for validation and attention in the past. And I've been working on those things. But thinking of it from a freedom context, there's a lot of that in there for me too. Like I hate being told what to do by a partner or being beholden in some way. And I think, you know, when we're maybe not making our own money and stuff, that can limit how we're feeling about our freedom too. And right now I'm living my life personally in a way where I love my freedom. Maybe partly that too is because as a parent, you give up so much of that. And that was really when my first marriage changed. It was when I had a child because I felt constrained. I felt this whole new responsibility, you know, and it, it was, it's constraining. It's not freeing to have kids. It's the opposite. I think that spilled into my relationships and I had a tendency to feel trapped. Have you ever felt like that? I mean, a relationship should be a blessing. It should be a partnership. Love should be freeing. Should? Shouldn't it? <laughs> There's a lot of shoulds in there. Why can it feel constrictive so many times? Like you feel you can't do what you want to do. And that's in the most personal thing of all our intimate relationships. I mean, I was just visiting Bijou last week and they were talking about some of their friends who their marriage partner simply wouldn't let them leave and go visit, you know? And I mean, how stifling, right? So John and I in the interview today talk about freedom being related to choice, and maybe that's the thing. Like maybe we have to be choosing all the time and cognizant of the fact that, okay, I choose this person and I choose to be here today, now in this moment. <laughs> and it can hurt when you choose someone and they don't choose you back. Trust me. I know that all too well. If you've listened to me for any stretch of time, you've heard me talk about that. But talking about ourselves, if I go within, I am free. In this context, of course, is what I'm talking about. 
Most of us are. I'm free to walk away. I'm free to make my own choices, free to speak up, to say my boundaries. I know these things, but so often I haven't done it out of fear, probably, mostly fear of hurting someone or confrontation or being perceived, you know, one way or the other, like maybe selfish. Everybody hates being called selfish, but come on, we all are in some way, right? Unless you're like Mother Teresa or something, fully selfless. And I'm pretty sure that if you're listening to this, you aren't subject to an arranged marriage or some kind of indentured servitude. So we do have a choice. And I chose to leave marriages. And I asked myself this week, was that related to not feeling free? And was I running away, getting away in order to try and feel more free? And is that the right thing to do? And I don't, I don't have an answer to those. I'm just asking. And now I can tell that I'm really cautious. I don't know how to manage freedom in a love relationship. It feels like scary to me. And I bet there's some of you listening and you're like, I get that. But I bet there's some of you listening that are like, no, I feel free in my relationship. <laughs> it feels scary to me. I, I sometimes think I want an open relationship, but I don't know that I really do. I don't know that those work. When I've seen it in practice, it didn't. I don't know. Or maybe they do. I worry about setting myself up for failure either way. And I don't want to do that. And I can't even believe I'm using the word worry. I've tried to take that out of my vocabulary. I, I've tried to take that out of my mind, worry. And here I am saying it. Anyway, I don't want to do that. I don't want to set myself up for failure. And I don't, also don't want to worry, right? On the flip side, I see so many people, so many men who say things to me now that I'm single and they're married. And I see a different side of them and see that they aren't living in a way that their wife would like. Have you seen that? And also I've seen so many relationships over time of people I've known that I have put on pedestals that the relationship isn't what I thought it was at all. I've come to find out, you know, they're far from perfect. And the older I get, the more I see that there's just so much gray area in all this. I guess that's the point of what I'm saying right now. There's so much gray area. And maybe this whole freedom thing is just like everything else. (laughs) And it's a practice. I mean, today in the interview, John says, freedom is responsible choice that doesn't hurt others. So maybe that's applicable to relationships too. Making that responsible choice every day, every moment. I have a lot to learn about that, I think. I know, obviously, right? (laughs) And I'm working on it. How to feel free in relationships. I do in my friendships, so why doesn't that translate? (sighs) Anyway, I'm coming back to the conclusion that I can go within and trust myself more and find my own inner freedom and use that combined with my voice, like we talked about last week, and practice responsible choice toward freedom. Practice responsible choice toward freedom. Practice. Okay, so let's get to today's episode, shall we? I've already told you a lot about the interview. This is a friend of mine named John Zeitz. He is a veteran of the U.S. Coast Guard. He also served two years in special ops. And I know him, too, as an activist in Moms Demand Action for Gun Sense in America. I was excited to talk to a veteran about the responsibility of freedom and how he sees things in light of the current times. And we talk about all those things that I've mentioned in the intro And he talks about the responsibility of freedom and what that means and the power of our own choices and how we can use our freedom. He says, it's up to you as an individual to make sure you don't use your freedom for wrong or to hurt others. And he touches on what he's seen in his career and his lifetime about the darkness and downside of anarchy and true libertarianism. And 
And then we end up just talking more about responsible choice. Anyway, I love the interview today. And big thank you to John Zeitz. If you'd like to find him, you can find him on Facebook, John, J-O-H-N-Z-E-I-T-Z. And I'll put up a link wherever you're listening. And go after yourself today. Uh, We clarify the context of freedom, as I mentioned. And Jill talks a lot about freedom in relationship to self. And she tends toward thinking of freedom in relation to time. And we explore other ways to find freedom and how it can equal openness and not necessarily independence. We also address some guilt that we can feel too attached to freedom, which is super fascinating to me. Our affirmation this week is, I feel freedom in new ways. And she ends with the thought of freeing up energy and the freedom of going with the flow, which I've been all about going with the flow this week. So she's also back on Instagram. Remember that you can find Jill at underscore Jill Margaret. On BYOB this week, we get into the freedom of working for yourself and talk about the freedom trade-offs in business and how it's different for everyone. She says, doing things like collaborating with others and taking breaks from your job can mean tackling problems with a fresh mindset and a new perspective, which is a cool thing to do when you've gotten stuck in your ways. It's this beautiful freedom and you can learn so much more from coming up with a new idea and working it out. Ah, right? And Bijou talks too about the push we can get when we hit a wall and how to handle that. And I talk about the power of sleep with our minds and how that can bring more freedom. And we also talk about freedom in branding and brain freedom. And yeah, we touch on psychedelics and what that can do for you. So it's time to get to it with the interview first up with John Zeitz. John, thanks for doing this. Thanks for saying yes and going for it. My pleasure. I've just never done something like this before, so I wasn't sure. Yeah. You know what? There's no time like the present to just expand your horizons a little bit. Um, Tell me a little bit about your vet background, will you? Okay. Your service background? Um, I joined the U.S. Coast Guard when I was 17 in 1975. Okay. I stayed in for 22 years. During that time, I was in aviation, most of it rescue work. I did two years and seven months with Coast Guard Special Operations during the drug wars in Central and South America, mostly Colombia, Peru, and Panama. Didn't, I didn't like that part. Really? <laughs> yeah, that was one of those voluntolds. You didn't volunteer, so they volunteered you to tell, say you volunteer. Oh, man. Yeah. yeah. yeah I mean, when, when you're in the service, I mean, you're at the mercy of others a lot of times, right? Uh, no, all the time. All the time. Yeah, <laughs> no, all the time. <laughs> I know. very nice and polite about it, but you are still at their mercy. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, your time in the service, like, I suppose that's like an irony too, because like you're, you're doing stuff for freedom, but uh, you're not at your own freedom whatsoever. Oh, no. No, you are not. Um, you are not under the Constitution. You're under the Uniform Code of Military Justice, and it tells you what you're allowed to do and what you're not. How, is that weird? Like, that's kind of, I mean, it makes sense. I get it. I know that that's how it works. I grew up in Colleen in an army town, you know, so that was like always a part of my life. Um, but like, you are doing something for freedom, but then you are not at all your own individual. Um, that's true. You're not allowed to uh, campaign openly for uh, a politician oh, or yeah. a call. Uh huh. You cannot say, you know, hey, I'm John Zeitz, I'm in the Coast Guard, and I support so-and-so. You go to jail for that. Um, 
if you put on your uniform in campaign for a person or any sort of, uh, you know, amendment or whatever, that is, uh, that's against the rules. And they but you can adamant. stand up for the president since the president's the commander in chief, right? Well, actually, when I was in, now I've been out for a while. Uh-huh. When I was in, the idea like wearing a hat that said Obama or Trump or anybody that on board a vessel or a base or whatever would be a huge no-no. Yeah. So I'm going to call you out for it and yeah. remind you not to do it ever again. And if you did, then you get in trouble. Interesting. So interesting. Well, um, well, again, thank you so much for, for doing this. Cause I wanted to, you, um, you just leapt to mind when I was thinking about freedom and I was thinking about a veteran and, um, and just some interesting ways to approach freedom and initially, well, first let's start with like, what came up for you aside from you never having been on a podcast before, <laughs> what came up for you <laughs> when I asked you to do this? And I mentioned freedom, like what did, what, what came up? What did you think about? And what, like, what struck you at first? Um, what struck me at first was, Oh, I don't know what I'd say. Um, and so I had to start thinking about it. And that's always good. Yeah. <laughs> One thing I thought about was I'd been, I've traveled the world. I was in long range search and rescue and, uh, I did the South and Central America drug thing. And I saw places that were completely repressed where regimes just on their people, you know, all the time. And I also saw complete anarchy where those with the biggest guns win, you know, and uh, they're both horrible situations. Uh, The anarchy seemed worse. The the people seemed to be less happy under anarchy than they did under repression. Which seems like total freedom, right? Like that seems like some sort of view of, oh, everybody's left to their own devices and has their own freedom, I guess, in anarchy, right? But under anarchy, what happens is gangs form and all that happens. And now if you're not a member of one and they are completely repressed in their groups, if you're not a member of one, you're in danger. Right. Anarchy is anarchy for a short period of time. Then people take over. They might take over whole governments or territories. We see it in our cities with gangs. Yeah. Uh, we see gangs that have come up from Central America that are in the U.S., MS-13. But, you know, in seeing that, it made me appreciate the freedom we have. Yeah. Um, but the freedom we have with absolute, with freedom, and we have great freedom here compared to most of the world, um, it becomes a lot of responsibility. Well, that was one of the notes that I made that I really wanted to talk about. So... Please elaborate. Okay. When you have freedom in a society, that means the society is giving you the option to pick and choose what you do. But if you pick and choose things that hurt others or hurt that society, you are abusing that freedom. Um, I'll equate it to, uh, okay, we have freedom to walk around carrying a baseball bat everywhere we go. Carry a baseball bat wherever you want. Yeah. But and it's not against the law until you smack somebody with it. <laughs> right. Okay. Um, in a repressed area, you would be told you can't carry that at all. Where we're at, you can. You can go wherever you want with that. 
or the gun or the knife or the whatever. But until you use it for wrong, you haven't broken the law. So it's up to you as an individual to make sure you don't use that for wrong or to hurt others. Or in it, and that's an extreme example. Right. But another example that I think is relevant quite is masks, the wear of masks in public. No, yeah, I agree. There's been so many people that are marching against it, even just today, and we're like saying, you know, my body, my choice, or whatever. So right, and they, and there's a difference there. Um, if you're not wearing a mask, you're walking around with that baseball bat. With the baseball bat, yeah. And when nobody's looking and nobody knows you've done it, you smack somebody with it. Yeah. And not even know you've smacked them with it. Yeah. So putting yourself at risk in a free society, only yourself at risk, all for it. Go ahead. Have a blast. That's up to you. Putting others at risk in a free society just because you are doing something you want to do, that I see is wrong. I see it as horribly wrong. I yeah. see it as the equivalent of walking around smacking people with a bat. Yeah. And uh, to the point of being assault, maybe even battery. If they get sick, it's better. Yeah. Um, and it really bothers me to see people doing that. Uh, you know, get to the store a couple of days ago to get the groceries for the week. Yeah. And there's people walking around with no masks, even though HEV says you will wear a mask, but nobody's enforcing it because nobody wants to get in anybody's face. Yeah. That bothers me. Freedom isn't free. What freedom is. I hear that a lot. Like, you know, they always say that freedom isn't free. Yeah, it's trite. It's because it is, said so right. often. It's a cliche. Yeah. It is. And, but it's true. It isn't free. Cliches but, are a cliche for a reason. I always think, you know, I'm like, oh, well, yeah, it's true. <laughs> but what does it mean? Tell me what, what it is it. Yeah, that's exactly. What does it mean? When it's said most often, and the cliche is the fallen soldier, the wounded soldier on the battlefield fighting for right. our freedom overseas. Uh, the, lives, the lives that's, lost. That's right. That's the lives lost. Right. But that isn't just it. You have an obligation in a free society to act in a manner that benefits that society, or at least does not harm. And that is the price that you pay to live in a free society, is to not damage that society when you institute your freedoms or when you use your freedom. Yeah. Uh, the wearing of masks. Well, I think that's what came up for me. It's these responsibilities that we have as a as a free, able to choose, you know, person. You have some. You, there's a there's a certain level of responsibility that comes with that freedom, and we have to acknowledge that. And I I don't know. I just uh, I was interested in exploring that, especially from somebody that has served in the military. It was just about you know um, the responsibility. Uh, of of choice like that we that we have in so many ways and um and it's just paradoxical and funny to me that so many people um aren't 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 doing that when i signed up i was a young man i didn't even know what i signed up to do that much <laughs> i'm glad i did i think they count on I that sometimes <laughs> yeah um yeah they do they do yeah. definitely <laughs> uh, <laughs> But uh, once I was in, and I was informed of things like, uh, you're under the Uniform Code of Military Justice now, and you don't have a lot of the freedoms you had before. You do not have the right to free speech. 
you can't just say whatever you want as a member of the military. You must withhold that. Now you can vote however you want. Nobody even asks you how yeah. you voted. But uh, campaigning is a no. Yeah. Um, and should be. Now, if you went completely in civilian attire and all that and went door to door, but if somebody asked you what you did for a living, you'd have to, you know, not tell them. Right. You know? uh, and that's fine. That's good. To me, seeing our free society, and it's a great free society, and we need to keep our freedoms. It bothers me when to see so many people take that for granted. Not that they haven't been a soldier, but that they do things because they're like, I want to. Nobody's going to tell me what to do. They're not going to catch me anyway. Um, burn bands. Is a, you, know, you just rake up all your leaves and you don't want to bag them up, so you throw a match to them, but it's windy on a dry day here in Texas. And the next yeah. thing you know, you're burning down houses. Okay. Well, honestly, it's a fallacy anyway for people to feel like they can do whatever they want because we have a lot of laws in place. I mean, building codes, roads, driving, I mean, you name it, they're everywhere. So, so thinking that, you know, you can just do whatever you want all the time is not, we're not operating in a society like that anyway. We're all collaborating for the better good. Correct. We are. And when people, they go, it's a free country, I can do whatever I want. No, right. you can't. You can't. Not without repercussions, either to yourself or society or both. Yeah. And uh, we have, they go, well, then we're not really free. It's like, you're right. And when you see places that are full of anarchy, you realize that. Uh, right. Business works different. Everything works different. You go to these almost completely free libertarian countries and you go, well, why are why are there only a few nice houses? Like, right. well, because no bank will lend money here. So everyone has to save their money to buy a brick and put it down. And they can't save their money to buy the next brick. Wow. Unless they show up rich. And the rich people are the ones who are controlling everybody else. It's not a democratic society. It is a society. And it definitely isn't free. Right. Um, it just looks that way on paper. Yeah. Well, we're getting close to time. And um, I just wanted to, I guess, ask before, before I do any wrap up thoughts with you too, like, what is, is freedom just like about responsible choice to you? Is that really like what it means? Well, freedom. Yes. That's a good way to paraphrase it. Having freedom is very important. And as I kind of said before, it doesn't mean you can just do whatever you want. It means you can do whatever you want as long as it doesn't hurt the society or others. And if you do things that hurt the society or other, expect others in that society to come back at you, just as you Yeah. Um, and we do that in a civilized manner by creating laws and regulations that regulate how we do things. If, you know, uh, a government in a restaurant and says, oh, that's bull, you don't have to clean that that often, so he doesn't. And people get sick. Okay, well, that they can come back on. Yeah. That's so, and we do the same thing where they talk about, you know, all our taxes going all this and all that. Well, yeah, but you got to pay those taxes. I mean, otherwise you don't have roads, you don't have police, you don't have fire, you don't have education for the children. All these things as a society that we decided we wanted, we voted on yeah. and created these rules. 
rules. And a lot of people don't like a lot of the rules. Right. And to them is, well, I'm very sorry you feel that way. <laughs> yeah. But there they are. But wear a damn mask. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Well, um, is there anything else that you want to share or feel called to share? Is there anything else you want to share or feel called to share before we go? Um, just in relation to freedom or anything that came up for you that you want to share, like in closing? <sighs> yeah. As I said, with freedom comes responsibility. And that responsibility is to others around you, not just your family and friends, but to every person out there and to their stuff and all that. You can't think about it as an isolated event, like this the saying, no man is an island. It's true. It is very true. What you do, right or wrong, affects other people. So do the right thing, treat people with kindness, think about how they would feel if they how you would feel if they were doing what you were doing. Yeah. You know, that, that, that's all I really got on freedom. <laughs> that's good. Well, that's beautiful. It's and a I big wanna, subject. <laughs> it is a huge subject. And I just want to thank you for taking a few minutes to talk about it with me and share it with the world because I believe that you have uh, what you have to say is very valuable. And I, I just really respect you and how much you speak out for Moms Demand Action for Gun Sense, which is, of course, how we met. And so um, you're just a great activist and voice for that as well. So anyway, thank you so much, John Zeitz. How can people find you if they want to find you and connect with you? Uh, John Zeitz on Facebook. Yeah, John Zeitz <laughs> uh, on Facebook. I guess that's the best way. I'm not really out there that much. I'm just, you know. That's okay. Retired yeah, people might <laughs> want to find you. So I'll definitely put a, connect, a link up to your Facebook as well. So anyway, thank you so much, John. Really appreciate it. It is my pleasure. Thank you, Amy. Go after yourself with our affirmation maven, Jill Faulkner. Hello, Jill. Hello. Hello. We have it. She's she's back. She's, she's back, and she's more British than ever. <laughs> Brilliant. 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 Yeah. Uh, yes. So, um, how are you feeling about freedom this week? So, I want to. I was thinking about this because I want to just say that there are a lot of things going on right now in which freedom is um, a topic. And the context in which I am here to speak about is for, like our relationship with ourself and freedom in, in that kind of way, right? right? As far as like affirmations go. Um, but I feel like I just want the disclosure to to say that it's not that I don't think about the freedom that is at stake for yeah. the people in the world, um, you know, but, but my purpose in these conversations is from the perspective of the relationship with the self, um, you know, and utilizing affirmations that can really affect our individual lives. Um, Great. And, yes. Yeah. It's important to acknowledge that, sure. Well, I guess I, I just, I don't want it to be like, well, she doesn't have to talk about, it's my white privilege to not talk about, to not talk about freedom in the context of what's going on in the world. And I just acknowledge that that's not my purpose here in these conversations. Good. Yeah. I love that. Yes, for sure. Um, of course, we don't want to come across like that. No. And um, there's so many contexts to talk about freedom in. And that's one of oh, the yeah. things that I thought was interesting about this topic. 
just a few weeks ago in therapy, I've, I've got some notes because um, I hadn't thought about freedom. I don't know. I, I guess I've kind of been thinking about freedom as it relates to time, right? Uh-huh. Or like maybe in the context of relationship with someone um, is like, oh, I want my freedom or I want my independence. You know, I don't want to lose my freedom. Um, and I equate it to, I only think about it in the context of time. Okay. Right. Like the freedom that I have to go where I want, what I want, you know, how I want to get there, like that kind of freedom. Independence. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, it's like free, free to move my body, free to create, free to have pleasure, free to love. Freedom does not equal independence. Mm -hmm. Um, Freedom equals openness. So I can have a freedom to explore, a freedom to be curious, a freedom to feel feminine, a freedom to feel masculine, a Mm -hmm. a freedom to desire, um, to lead, to receive. And so it was just a really interesting way to think about freedom much differently than I had before. I I love that. You've been having so many parallels with what we talk about in your your therapy. Well, so what's what's the result of thinking about this for you? For me, it's a a letting go and um, not having such a stronghold on what I thought freedom was or like letting go of this definition that I had given it. And as I think about that in the context of the relationship with myself, was I really free? Yeah. Right? Right. There's a lot of guilt that I hold on to, a lot of um, what about other people kind of – you know, situations like of not pursuing my life uh, for the sake of others, you know, happiness. So that's no freedom for me. Yeah. You know, so I'm not free from, um, from my past, right? I'm not free from the way that I have been previously. And I want that to change. Yeah. And so when I look at freedom as openness, it's like I'm open and I'm willing to be different, to see things differently, to receive differently, to give differently. Um, So for me, freedom in this place in my life is change. I like that a lot. And uh, just when you were talking about in relation to other people, like I get that as a mom, you know, because it definitely changes a lot in motherhood. Um, So freedom gets so changed when you have a kid and like you, you don't have the life you had before. You're not free in that way. So I hadn't really thought of that yet. I mean, obviously we always do these at the beginning. So I always just start thinking about it with you, but um, I like relating it to openness. I mean, you know, I've been thinking about freedom a lot in the context that you're talking about too, like with ourselves and with our relationship to ourselves. And I mean, you, you read a lot about you're as free as you let yourself be, you know, Mm -hmm. Don't you hear a lot about that? Yeah, but it's it's a challenge to to do that. And then I also think about the freedom of um, you know movement in my body and tight muscles and places that I feel aches and pains that they're they're not freely mobile um, and the attachment of those spaces to the emotional component that I am also not free from. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and so, yeah, to be free of the things that hold us back or that we've allowed to hold us back. Um, I don't know. I guess I just don't know if it's as easy to be as free as we want to be. It's a process. Yeah, it's not easy. No. No, it's not. Like if you have a a conscience, um, it makes things challenging sometimes. (laughs) Yeah, it does. Um, If you're a caring human being, the freedom to pursue the life you desire is not as um, readily accessible always when you have a lot of things to get free from. Oh, for sure. And so many times it's your parents, Mm. expectations. And Mm -hmm. I mean, like, I mean, it's, I'm sure I'll be judged for saying this, but you know, I'm going to say it anyway, judge me and um, not you, (laughs) but anybody else. Never would. Um, I didn't think so. But you know, I've told some of my friends this, that, you know, it was liberating and freeing the fact that both my parents are passed away. I mean, and of course mm. I miss them completely and would love to have them back. But at the same time, I mean, you don't have those expectations. Would I have gotten divorced twice? Would I have gotten, you know, would I have made a lot of decisions that I have chosen that I see as freeing me mm-hmm. if they were still around? I don't know. Cause there's these expectations and I, I was never as free when they were around. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. That? Yeah. I, I totally get that. You know, I think about that for my sister who takes care of my dad. Yeah. Um, and you know, that there's a guilt there, um, for my freedom because I'm not responsible for his care. Right. That she is. Um, but we Ooh, have all guilt made about your freedom. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. Huge. Oh. Um, and so I'm really focused on that right now because, um, it's not fair for me to keep feeling unhappy in my life because I'm worried that she'll like, if I'm happy, what about Lynn? What about her happiness? Right. Right. Um, you know, but we've all made choices too to be where we are. Yeah. And we decided as a family, right? Like that was everybody's choice or that was Lindsay's choice, you know, to take care of dad. And I always say to her, like, if you, need not do this anymore. We will figure something else out. There's no, you're not held here, you know? Um, but that's her own stuff, right? That's her, that's her stuff. But I totally understand the parent thing. Um, yeah, but that's interesting. It's it's like not survivor's guilt, but it's like a, whatever, freedom guilt Mm -hmm. or something. So yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Or non caretaker guilt or whatever that is. Yeah. 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 That's real. And you tend to do that anyway. You tend to feel like, you know, guilty about doing something when someone else doesn't get to, right? Mm-hmm. You have a tendency yeah. toward that. So, yeah. Um, but I'm really working on it. Yeah, I know you are. This is, and I'm pleased to hear you say that, you know, you've made these strides. So, um, okay. So what's coming up affirmation wise? Something like, you know, I feel freedom in new ways. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Yes. You know, I don't, I mean, I don't know what your definition or like when you first think of freedom, like what is your first thought? You know, the, one of the reasons I chose it that I'm going to talk about my intro is, um, just 
how much responsibility can come with freedom. I, I don't know. I, mm. That was the note that I made about it. So I'm going to explore that a little bit and just yeah. the responsibility of real freedom. I'm loving that, that concept. Because mm-hmm. a lot yeah. of people want, you know, a lot of freedom and, but I think that there is a level of responsibility that comes with it that you have to Hugely. Well, even like working for yourself, right? People want freedom of schedule, right? That's where I was from. Freedom of schedule. My time is my time. And I want to, (laughs) you know, all that kind of stuff. That's how I was looking at it. Um, But yeah, like there's a huge responsibility that comes with, you know, having the freedom of owning your own business and having your own schedule. The responsibility is that uh, you got to make it work, right? Like if you want to live. Um, Yeah, you do. You know, and that's where I think of Mm -hmm. huge responsibility. And that's where I think of seeing, like with the affirmation of of seeing, maybe seeing freedom in these different ways um, so that it's not so confined because maybe we feel less free in a nine to five job, um, but I have freedom in the way that I dance. And that's where I can find my freedom in this moment. Yeah. You know that you have a lessening of responsibility, which is freeing in itself. Mm-hmm. So, you know, perhaps with a nine to five. So, I mean, there's just some trade-offs. Yeah. Perhaps. Anyway, that's what came up for me about it. But I like what you've said about this affirmation. What was it again? I, um, I feel freedom in new ways. In new ways. Yes. So what are some new ways you could feel freedom this week? Um, Dance is one that I've been really turning to. Really? really turning. Yes. I like um, it. For, for me, it's just moving my body in a way that feels good to me. Listening to music is mm-hmm. um, feels really free, too. Well, you're, you're very physically attuned, yeah. I would call you. So, yes. Um, and, and dancing, too, for me, is like accessing more of my feminine. Uh-huh. Um, so, I think that's one way. Um, I like, I'd it. like to see if anything comes up creatively. Like if I feel like drawing or playing piano again, um, yeah. you know, the freedom to explore creatively. Yes. I like that. Yeah. And, um, and even the freedom to, to do nothing. Yeah. Freedom to do nothing. You know what? We may have yeah. time on our hands to do that. <laughs> Yeah, I know. That's for sure. Yeah, it's, you know, freedom from the constraints of what society has said. And especially during this time, there's a lot going on. And I'm using the freedom that I have of being home and using that time um, to work on all these things. Yeah. You know. Good, good. Like, I guess, I, you know, it's like I do have that freedom because I don't have, I have a dog who barely wants to go outside, you know, so it's not like I have to take her on 45 walks a day. I don't have kids. Um, you know, there is some flexibility in my job, right? Like I'm in a great spot right now and I shouldn't feel guilty about that because what I'm doing is all the work that needs to be done so that I can turn around when all of this is over and go be the person I need to be in the world for the people who need me. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, And that's, that's beautiful. Good. Where would, where would freedom show up for you? (sighs) I don't know. You know, I've been off my routine so I think maybe like with relation to, you know, I, I'm a big proponent of routine and um, I feel like mm-hmm. being on my routine most of the time gives me room for freedom to go off of it mm-hmm. sometimes. And so I think I just did in the last week or so. And I've just been, 
a little lax about everything. And I don't want to feel guilty about that, you know? Yeah. So I think that that's where it's showing up at yeah. least in this present moment for me. Yeah. So same like with the, with, with story, my dog, you know, I thought we needed this like routine schedule of like, we get up, we go out, mm-hmm. we eat, whatever. That's not how she rolls. <laughs> no, it's, it's not. just not how she rolls. And I am so sick of the conversation I have with myself every day and <laughs> about like, okay, I should take her out. I should, you know, force her to go out. But it's like, she rings the bell when she has to go. She's fine. The dogs are not, she's not going to starve herself. She'll eat when yeah. she eats. It is what it is. She's different, you know. Free, free yourself she, from that inner dialogue. Yes, yes, right? So it's freeing like that energy that I mm-hmm. spend on that and and then taking that that back a little bit for better Ooh. for better things, you know. Freeing up that um, energy. I like yeah. that a lot. So it's just like going with the flow is like, okay, maybe we maybe the routine is is for not right now. Right. And that's okay. No, I didn't think about the freedom of going with the flow since that's been coming up for me. I put, oh, I guess you're not on Instagram. I put that on Instagram today. Uh, no, I'm, I'm back on the Instagram. Oh, you're back. You're back. All right. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Good to know. Glad huh. to, yes, I did put that on Instagram today. That card's been coming up for me a lot. Yeah. So, uh, oh, yeah. Go with the flow. It's making me freed up quite a bit because I'm just like, I am like, fine. Fine. Yeah, I'm just gonna have to surrender to it and go with the flow because yeah. I don't know anymore. So yeah, so I like that. So well, we're out of time. So okay, information is always- I feel freedom in new ways. Yes, I love it. Good. I can't wait to to know more about our freedom in new ways. So mm-hmm. um, awesome. Well, then you're back on the socials, so everybody can find you at underscore Jill Margaret under yes or at- the content is riveting. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sure it is. I love your content. So <laughs> it's so. mainly my dog and a couple of home projects. <laughs> Great. That's good. And you know what? You're free to do that if you want to do exactly, that. Exactly. Exactly. Or to get off of media. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. All right. So uh, go F yourself this week. Thank you so yes. much, Jill. Thank you. Love you. Love you. It's time for BYOB, build your own brand, brain, and biz with Bijou Finney. Hello. Hi. We're talking about freedom this week. Do you think like that's a weird big. topic? You do? You don't think it's weird yeah. for like business and stuff? No. No, that's the thing about business is that it's like a human in itself because it's made by humans. And so I feel like all of the themes that you come up with could have to do with it. Yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. It is. And your brand is too, right? It's like an, ex- mm-hmm. it's like a part of someone too, or Li- some little entity. The what? <laughs> the living, breathing thing. <laughs> yeah, that's right. We, we talked about that having vitality, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so Jill and I touched on this in our segment. So we were talking about um, the freedom that you have of working for yourself and like how much freaking responsibility that is. And so I thought we would talk about a little bit about that since you're pretty experienced in that and very experienced. And also um, I thought we would too talk about, you know, right now you particularly have a ton of freedom and you're like, you don't have anybody. I mean, you have still some of your clients and stuff, but you're at, your own mercy. So is that like too much sometimes? 
Yeah. Uh, so, okay. How do I, where, where do you want me to start the freedom um, of by yourself? Yeah. And let's then, start with that. I think that the thing that helps me, uh, stay busy and effective and efficient, um, when I'm working for myself is when I'm really busy. So like if my schedule is packed, it kind of forces me to like organize and get stuff done. There's a and- saying around that. And it's like, if you ask somebody with, you know, three things on their to-do list to do something for you, it's not really going to get done. But if you ask somebody with a thousand things on there, the hundred things on their to-do list to get something done, it's going to get done. You know, it's like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, I'm much more effective like that. Um, I think honestly, um, also, what I've realized, you know, I had the store at one point, and that was like my brand, my business, and I had clients, like people that customers, but I didn't have like one-on-one clients. Um, and I realized that even though I worked well to an extent with the store and getting stuff done, because like the girls at the store depended on me, and like my clientele depended on me. Um, when I went to Velvet Cartel and I'm working one-on-one with a client, uh, I was much more effective just because like I care about the work that is getting done for them. Um, so I think I'm motivated by um, other people and other people's success. And so I think that's a, a big thing when you have a lot of freedom, you have to find what motivates you and kind of lean into that. Yeah, I think I do that too. Um, I don't have, you know, people that, but well, I, okay, let me back up. I think a lot of times like people can be like, I want the freedom of my own business, you know, and, um, and then as you build it, you have people depending on you and it's not as free as you once would have liked, you know, and um, I don't have, I don't have people depending on me. So that would keep me motivated for sure. But then you limit, uh, your freedom is, is lessened, I guess. Um, I don't know how I stay motivated. I guess just, there's just a chip on my shoulder or something. (laughs) Um, Yeah, no, I think that being your own boss to an extent means that what what matters to me is that I can have my own schedule and I can work when I want to. Um, but I guess it's as far as it goes because then it turns into, I, I can end up working really late and on the weekends because I have my own business. But, um, I think it's better than the monotony of like, for me personally, of having to like go into an office every day and, see the same people and do the same things. And so I think freedom is different for everyone. I do um, too. I think that that is good for some people, you know, like they mm-hmm. want that and that provides them a different maybe type of freedom. Yeah. Business. Mm-hmm. Well, and, and I know some of my friends, they want a little bit of freedom from their families at times. And yeah. so like they, if they're enjoying their job, they like the whole like leaving the, for the day and coming back. Because I remember one of my friends quit her job because she didn't like the way things were going at work. And then she became a stay-at-home mom. And then after like three weeks, she was like, okay, no, this isn't me. Um, I, I need time away from home. I can't just work at home all the time. Well, but now it's like, <laughs> now people yeah. are like, now what? <laughs> no, 
Oh, I saw this thing that was like, can we stop calling it work from home and start calling it li- living at work? For everyone, but I think that's the thing is like, um, freedom to me has been always, uh, making enough money to do what I want and not depend on other people. And also having the freedom to, if I don't feel inspired or creative or motivated one day, like I can do something that makes me feel that way and then come back the next day and jam out all the work that I missed like the day before. Yeah. Um, and I think that's important to the, to my type of person, but everyone needs to figure out what theirs is. So I think those, those are the things that are really important to me. Like I had a really good corporate experience right out of college. Uh, I worked for a corporate corporation. I had a, a big boss and a lot of people say that they don't like that, but I really thoroughly enjoyed that experience. I learned a lot. Um, my boyfriend Drew doesn't think I could go back to that because I've been my own boss for eight years now. But um, I don't know. I think I might be able to at some point if I if I needed to try something new. Um, but I think it's like freedom is what you what you decide is freedom for you. Yeah, I think you're probably right about that. So Okay, let's move forward and talk about, let me make sure we covered what I wanted to cover there. Um, Yeah, actually we did. Uh, So let's talk a little bit about like freeing your mind a little bit or brain freedom or what what that means and how we get constrained. Do you have any thoughts on that? Yes, I I love this topic, uh, in fact, because I think that there are a lot of things that people can do to get out of the the same way of thinking. Um, I realized whenever I was doing events and video production that we would get in this like mindset of this is the way we've done it. So we always do it this way. Oh but yeah. Certain jobs made us have to rethink it because that certain tactic wasn't going to work. And so I think that one, collaborating with other people, but two, also taking a break away from the job and coming back to it with a fresh mindset um, after maybe reading something that uh, is creative or uh, taking something if you need to. But like, I think tackling problems with new perspective uh, is is a cool thing to do when... um, when you've gotten like just so stuck in your ways, like it's this beautiful freedom that comes from it. Um, and you just learn so much more from actually like coming up with a new idea and then working it out. And I think that that's a big thing that I've um, noticed in, cause we work for corporations, right? And so we work for people who have bosses who will say, no, we're not allowed to do that. That's not the way we do yeah. things. And you're like, well, if they don't have the freedom to try new things, then they might lose out on the money saving capabilities or how it looks or something brand new and fresh and innovative that makes the company look better because they're so stuck in like, well, this is the way we've always done it and this is what's allowed. When do you notice yourself thinking like that though? And how how can we catch ourselves? The only... 
time I've actually seen myself doing it is when I've either won, banged my head against the wall so many times that I'm just like frustrated and I give up. And then all of a sudden in the shower, I come up with an idea and I come at it again. Or when I collaborate with other people and their perspective makes me like second guess what I've been doing. Oh, that's good. Yeah, me too. I've had that happen. Uh, I've been reading that book about sleep too. And he's like, by Matthew Walker, why we sleep. And he talks a lot about that and like um, what good sleep does for our mind and how it like shifts our thinking and gives us ideas. So mm-hmm. it's a way to find freedom, a weird way. <laughs> sleep. For sure. But we're sleep freaks. So by the way, my sleep score has been much better lately. So <laughs> um, <laughs> um, all right. Well, what else came up for you around freedom before we, before we wrap up today? Um, I think that, uh, the, the main thing about branding is that now more than ever, we have the freedom to be what we want to be. I feel like in the past there were when I think about branding in the 40s, 50s, 60s, there was very much a, this is the way you brand, this is the way that you talk, this is the way that things are. And then things exploded out for a minute that allowed for more creativity and new innovations and whatnot. But I think that um, that, that people don't have to uh, come up with a brand new, most innovative thing. They just have to start somewhere. And I, and I think that you have the freedom to either come up with your new thing or take liberties of picking and choosing things that you've seen in the past by other people and putting them together to make your own brand. Um, and so I think that people should focus on the fact that they have huge freedoms right now and they have the ability to do anything that they want and brand anything that they want. And so I think that people should just focus on that for a minute. Yeah. Um, and I think, I think along with that though, it can be kind of overwhelming when you're trying to like be t- too much, you know, yeah. and like, and like there is an opportunity to find your niche. Right. Mm-hmm. I was, oh yeah. Sure. I've been rereading the four hour work week and I was just reading about like this, this niche thing and how, you know, we could, it, it's almost overwhelming to sometimes when you have too many too many choices and too much freedom and, you know, and like, so figuring out, you know, where you fit in and all that is, is okay. Yeah. I think that that it's all part of the process. You have to sit in your freedom to decide for a minute. And then you have to truly think about yourself in every one of those aspects. Like, do I have the stick with itness? in this capacity to do this aspect for eight years. Um, And I think that that's the thing. Like you have to be honest with yourself. You have to truly know where your strengths are and what you actually want to do over and over and over again. But don't just think one way and think just because you went to school for this or because you think that this industry hasn't been overwhelmed or that like I see so many limiting beliefs with people with their brands and it's not until they talk to someone maybe like me that's like well if you want to do it then why don't you and they just like don't give themselves the freedom to try it um and I think that it's okay to try and it is okay to 
decide that you don't want to do it or you're better at this, but I don't know, just have fun with it. Yeah, I agree. How do you think mushrooms help or psychedelics help with business and freedom and freeing your mind? Well, I think that you definitely have the ability to rewire your brain. So you're thinking of things in a new way. I also think that uh, you handle stress better and you sleep better and that gives you the yeah. freedom to probably go further. Um, I don't know. I It's freed my sense of control so much because before I was almost stuck in a little bit of a rut because I got to the point where I was in control of everything, or at least I thought I was. And I was trying so hard to hold on to that control. And I think that psychedelics help you blast through that um, and, and lose control and realize that it's okay outside of your control. Yeah. And um, you can live there for a little bit. Um, I don't know. I think it's done wonders for me personally, but also for my business. Yeah, for sure. It also makes you more creative. 100%. So, all right. Awesome. We're out of time. Everybody can find you at Story by Style, Story X Style on Instagram. See the yeah. farm. Check in with what you got going on. So, um, yeah, thank you. Good advice. Yeah. yeah. I love talking about freedom today. Cool. Thanks. All right. Well, there's a resource roundup of what we covered on my blog at amyedwards.com slash blog. You can go there for links to everything we mentioned in the episode. And there should be a link to my blog post in the episode description where you're listening. Thank you so much to everyone today, to you for being here. Thank you to John Zeitz. Remember that you can find him on Facebook, John Zeitz, J-O-H-N-Z-E-I-T-Z. And thank you, of course, to our regular contributors, Jill Faulkner. You can find her on Instagram at underscore Jill Margaret underscore or at stickwithit.co online or on Instagram. And thank you so much to Bijou Finney. You can find her on Instagram at story by style, story x style. If you'd like to share your thoughts with me, please do hit me up on Instagram. I'm at real Amy Edwards, or you can email me amy at amyedwards.com. And I completely forgot to mention this, you guys. I did my newsletter. I know. I still made some mistakes. Like I said, it might be a hot mess, but I am pleased to report that because I put it on this show, it held my feet to the fire and I did it. So anyway, that is now out. I'm going to be rocking a regular newsletter. And if you want to get on there, go to amyedwards.com and sign up. Super easy, free, all that kind of good stuff. And you can keep up uh, via email. And if you can, please rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes or wherever you're listening. Share it with a friend. That matters so much. And I am immensely grateful. So thank you in advance if you can do that. Or thank you if you've already done that. Super appreciative. This has been Rock Your Life with Amy Edwards. Remember that maybe this is just a practice like everything else. Freedom. It's about responsible choices and the choices that we make all the time. And we're free to make those choices. So what choices are you making and practicing, right? What choices am I making and practicing? (laughs) Anyway, here's wishing you a great week and much peace and love. And of course, health to you too. This has been Rock Your Life with Amy Edwards. Till next time. Bye.